I'm not asked. Chocks away, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show sponsored by Bet365. Klopp and Guardiola face off once again in the thigh rubber. Warnock's off to Wembley and Steve Bruce had a cabbage thrown at him. All right, babes, how are we? Fine, thanks, mate. <laughs> Donny. Want a cabbage. Jimmy. You right, hon? Yeah. <laughs> you, okay? you okay, hon? Very well. Yeah. Very well indeed. We've had some uh, oh, some scintillating Champions League mm. action and Carabao Cup action as well since we last spoke to your good selves listeners. Um, and, I mean, where else to start <laughs> than with Liverpool versus Manchester City this weekend? It is the game that we've all been waiting for this season I think. I think that's right. The yeah. two yeah. sides that, that that people fancy the most for the league title, and of course, when Liverpool played Chelsea, it was it was a very good game indeed, and we were all thinking, oh, Chelsea, uh, get a load of them. Yeah, we mm. see what you're doing. So, what narrative is gonna is gonna unravel after these two heavyweights, Peter, face off against each other? Klopp has seven wins against Guardiola. Guardiola has five wins against Klopp. Mm. Predict the future, Pete. Mm-hmm. The match against Chelsea showed they could be got at, though. Yes. yes. So, and they're also going to be missing Naby Keita. Yes. Mm. This this fixture provided a lot of entertainment last season. It really yeah. did. Two really good Premier League games, and of course the Champions League double header mm. as well. Yeah. Dare I say, ding dongs? They were ding dongs, Jim. Mm-hmm. They were they were ding dongs. They <laughs> were a clash of the titles. That double was, D's, baby. It was it was Godzilla v Mothra <laughs> in the Premier League, wasn't it? Without question, it was. Yeah. Well, because and the. The reason why Klopp has seven wins against Pepe G is because he knows how to play against him. Mm. They like to go straight for them, like a knife through butter. They do. But, um, I, I mean, I know this. they didn't have Naby Keita last season, so this potentially is irrelevant, but they are a bit more stodgy in midfield without him, aren't they? It certainly seems that way this season, which should you would think play into City's hands. If they can win that game in the middle, mm-hmm. then they'll have a better chance um, than I think they... Uh, what of, of doing better than they did last season? I would wager. Yes, and and also Alex Oxlade Chamberlain played his part. Yes, in absolutely in at least one or two of those fixtures scored a lovely goal. I remember, and obviously they don't have him. They need legs in mm. the centre of the and, pitch. And also, Jordan Henderson hasn't started uh, all of their games. I think he started three Premier League games, and he's featured from the bench elsewhere. So he's going to be um, he's going to be relied upon. What do we think of Jordan? He got a bit of criticism after the Chelsea game. From some sections, I don't well, know. Jim, how Jim was also. I mean, I was at, I was at Spurs last night, so I didn't see the Liverpool game its entirety. But Jim, you were saying something to me earlier about Henderson and um, and, uh, and Wijnaldum. Yeah, I saw a I saw a stat that's really quite quite interesting and possibly damning depending on where you sit. But um, Cater went off in I think the nineteenth minute, and Wijnaldum and Henderson were, were in the middle, and I think they played something like fifteen forward passes between them during mm. the during the rest of the whole game, which is just. When you're away from home trying to get something, it's just not enough, is it? It's yeah. too conservative. I think if you're recycling possession mm-hmm. that much, when you're up against it, all you're really doing is just running the clock down for the opposition. Yeah. You're doing them a favour, really. Uh, yeah, and, and that was one of the criticisms labelled at Henderson in the Chelsea game, that it was that he wasn't playing the ball forward that much. Mm. Now he he, he, he did that for England in the summer, though. He did he did adopt he, that position in the summer. Where he played balls forward a lot more. He did. I mean, his performance against Croatia was highlighted when he was put under pressure mm. from from some quality players. Is that perhaps then instruction from Klopp? If if he feels that that's a weakness of Henderson's game, maybe he's telling Klopp to, uh, telling Henderson to sort of play around that. And he's telling Klopp to more. tell Henderson. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you I, wonder. It, it, I mean, I, I sort of. I sort of depart from you slightly, Jim, on the on the away from home Champions League thing, uh, because they're going to Napoli. Napoli are a good team. 
And um, it was from what I saw in the re- rerun or the highlights or whatever, because I didn't see the game live. You know, they're trying to they're trying to maintain possession, right? There's nothing mm. wrong with. I mean, Graham Sinness will say it, won't he? There's nothing wrong with getting the ball and passing it to your mate. Nothing wrong with two foot in someone waist high. He, he meant that. Yeah. But he didn't say that. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with planting a flag in the middle yeah. of a centre circle in a really contentious game. And then he shoved a flag in Jordan Henderson's belly button. <laughs> so, and then and then hit Pogba with it. Yeah, uh, yeah, he definitely did that. Yeah. Um, so maybe the, we we don't know the instructions given by the manager, but maybe. They've they've lost a key player at early at an early stage in the game. A difficult game to come into. Exactly. And maybe Klopp's just said, look, the other people's responsibility, the driving forward of, of people like Mane, uh, Firmino and Salah, uh, yeah, and to a and to a lesser extent, but an extent nonetheless, Milner and, and Vinealdum, you just keep the ball and give it to the nearest person to you mm-hmm. and we'll keep recycling possession that way. And they're in the game to the last minute. Yeah, and I mean, a point a point in Napoli would have been okay, wouldn't it? It, it would have been okay, but you would expect Henderson to start this match because Kaita I think at the time of recording, it looks like he'll be out. Fabinho is taking a little while to settle in, which mm. is understandable. And Klopp has said that and is dealing with that. But Klopp came to Henderson's defence recently and said that he's Liverpool's general and that he trusts him completely. I mean, he's been a very handy player. I was surprised at some of the criticism he got. But then Same. I suppose some of those Liverpool fans will probably watch Liverpool more keenly and eagerly than perhaps I but, would. But I mean, every, every team has this though, doesn't it? Like Aaron Ramsey gets a lot of stick um, for Arsenal and every, you know, everyone here will have an equivalent of that um, around the table. Um, it's just the nature of Twitter, isn't it? You know, it's just because a lot of people are shouting about that doesn't mean it necessarily represents um, how every Liverpool fan feels about Henderson. Sure. He, he started, um, Klopp started um, Milner, Henderson and Wijnaldum, I think at home to Southampton. Now, I know Man City are a different proposition. So, Milner's I mean, got to play. He's brilliant, isn't he? he is, Milner's definitely got to play, I think. I think I think so, yeah. It'll be, it'll be, a, it'll be a great game. The entertainment we got last time, remember the um, the 5 nilla, um, when The 4-3. When mm. Money was sent off, and then obviously Liverpool beat them at Anfield in in, the, in January, and then Liverpool did a number on them in, in, um, in the Champions League, and we said on this show, as soon as Man City were drawn against Liverpool in the Champions League last season, we said, perfect. A perfect draw for Liverpool, nightmare draw for Man City, and so yeah. and so and so it came to pass. So, not great for them that Cater's been stretched off and, and looks like he's going to be out. But Liverpool have got a, a deeper squad this season, and they're going to at some point in the season at least going to be called upon to use it. And now it looks well, like it's going to be it. the occasion. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, I mean, Man City they got a good away win at Hoffenheim on Tuesday, and Pep said it was crucial they didn't lose this one, having lost to. Leon. Well, it was a hard fought win, wasn't it? It yeah. was a hard fight, and they went down one uh, nil down very early on. They pegged them back, of course, and and then oh, I forget which uh, Hoffenheim player it was. He gifted David Silva, oh, yeah. didn't he? He's like that's the last thing you want. If he you're was a just defender. caught napping, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. If you if you lose the ball and you, you just see David Silva just nick it off you, just think, oh balls. Mm. Yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> a big fan of that Man City away kit. Do you like that? Yeah. I did. I it looks was... quite South American. It's the sash. Obviously, it makes anything seem slightly South American. But sure. Uh, or male. I'm into oral. it. Or oh, mayoral, yeah. Mm. <laughs> we are the mayors of football. You have won the lovely lady competition. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be a good one. This is going to be mm. the thigh rubber. Surely it is. How do, we, how do we honestly think it'll go? Because, as I say, Liverpool, they equipped themselves well against Manchester City last season. And it was only that 5-0 win when Mane was sent off early on. Mm. But then, you know, losing Kite. Can I wait until Luke does the betting before I decide? <laughs> sure. well, because those people know their onions. All right, then. What have you got, Luke? The draw is 13 to 5 with Bet365. Oh. £10 returns £36, including stakes. Should they duke out a stalemate? Um, Not helpful at the time. No, I know. For me to go one way or other. Thank That's you, Luke. Partly why I did that. Yeah, if anything, um, you've just reinforced the yeah. fence there, haven't you? <laughs> I, I think you could probably. You could probably make an argument that. 
and, and clearly there's an element here if you're looking for things you want to find. Mm-hmm. But when, when Man City went to Wolves and went toe-to-toe with them, Wolves were able to get a bit of joy. Mm. And Liverpool are a better team than Wolves. And Liverpool have also had joy against Man City in the past, and Klopp's got a good record. Yeah, Cater is a miss. I, I I probably would lean towards Liverpool, but I'm not in the I'm not in the uh, the uh, the trade of of picking results and predicting them. So I'll just enjoy the match. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think okay. this Liverpool probably the one team you look at coming up against City because of Klopp's record and obviously because of how the games went last season, where you would think City aren't necessarily favourites. Anyone else, you, you're always going to back Man City. Probably even against Chelsea, you think, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's City's to lose. A bit different with Liverpool, which I think is really interesting. Sure, I mean, the good thing for Liverpool is that the start they've had has been so good mm. that even if they do lose this game, it's obviously you don't want to lose a game for crying out loud, especially to one of your rivals for the title. Yeah. But it, it's not well, a disaster. I, I, I don't know, though. I think psychologically that that's be maybe a big, what big Klopp will say before. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Lose, don't worry. It's not a disaster. This one's a free one. <laughs> Anything against City is a bonus. <laughs> Did you see that uh, it was announced today that Manchester City, their team bus, will take a different route to Anfield because obviously yeah. they got peppered uh, when they went to Anfield in the Champions League. And I thought, why have you told everyone that? Yeah, was, there's, quite... there's only three or four kind of uh, ways to go, isn't there, really? <laughs> it was quite strange that nothing, as far as I know, nothing came out of that. I don't think any charges were brought. I, was, no, I can't remember if they were or not. To I be don't honest. think they were in the end. Were they not? And, and I don't think so. And I might be wrong. I, I, I'm... Sort of semi-certain that they weren't. Was that the, and, the was that the dark fruits uh, bottle going towards the bus? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. with all the flares and the red yeah. smoke and stuff. And I've seen I've seen Man City fans who I know say that's ridiculous because that obviously affected Man City. Yeah, you obviously can't, you affected can't do that. Yeah, and and you shouldn't really be able to get away with it. I, I don't know. Look, I might be wrong. Maybe maybe there were charges brought, but I don't remember that that um, there were. Have, uh, they, have they considered doing the Fortnite bus and just sort of floating in? I don't know what that means. Yeah. We're all well, in late 30s. So, yeah, yeah. The mid fort- 30s. Move, move yeah. on. The Fortnite bus. Yeah, move on. So, all right. It's a game. I tell you what, you literally know- everyone in the world will be screaming at their Pete, can I just device. say, I know what Fortnite is when Marcus does it, but I don't know what the Fortnite bus is. <laughs> I'm flossing constantly through this show. It's a, it's a game. It's yeah, a video I, I, I realise that because Pete said it. Deli Ali likes it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well. Don't be rude. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps, the, uh... perhaps they could use the uh, Harry Potter night bus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, favourite bus? No? No. Okay. Um, let's move on then to uh, Spurs versus Cardiff. Uh, Spurs were beaten 4-2 by Barcelona and Lionel Messi. And he was sublime once again. Luke Moore witnessed this I was at the game, in, yeah. in the magnificent Wembley Stadium. and. Apparently the home of football the home of football yeah. and for, for for 90 minutes it was the home of Lionel Messi the way he strode around the pitch yeah it was an incredible performance like, amazing to watch him in the flesh for the first time he was, what are you laughing at I'm just you, in a very very lovely and sort of good ways you're genuinely you've watched football for years and you've been to many stadiums and games blah yeah. blah blah and, and yet you, it really took your breath away oh yeah it was, it was an absolute I mean it's by far the best individual performance I've ever seen for anyone in the flesh, uh-huh. and I've you know I've shared a pitch with Marcus Speller as well, yeah. <laughs> a few times. Yeah. Um, but also as well, we know what Messi's capable of, obviously, and all the records. The defense didn't appear to. <laughs> well, no, you didn't do a lot of man marking. <laughs> you say that, but the, the, the reality of the situation is that Spurs do deserve a bit of credit. One for their tenacity, one for actually yeah. going for it, and 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 also another one, um, which makes three in total for letting you in the stadium. Yeah, is um, is that they. They held on when they could have been... I mean, Barcelona could have been out of sight. Mm. They also had a lot of injuries. I mean, there's no way they would have chosen to start that game with mm-hmm. Winks and Van Yama in the middle and, and you know the players that, that they were missing that we all know about. But, you know, 
this is a player who is who reduces other quality players, other Champions League players, standard players, whether he's playing with them or against them, to essentially supporting artists mm. in By the standard. movie of his of his game. Yeah. You because know, mm. he, he is basically the main part, the writer, the director, the screen, you know, the cinematographer. He's everything. Key grip. And, and yeah, yeah, everything. Certainly and, the best boy. And yeah. you know, <laughs> so, yeah, at some point you're seeing. I said, I said earlier, at some point you, you it's it's. It's a mismatch against other Champions League quality players. That's how good he is. Yeah. You, you see someone like, um, you know, and there was one point where Harry Winks bat- battled all the way back and caught up with him and, and nicked the ball off him. And that was and, a real highlight. And then, and then played it up. Yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 and I think yeah. Kane lost the goal. Yeah. Oh, you might, yeah. oh, that's yeah. annoying. Yeah. That could have been better. If he wasn't club captain, I'd have a go at him for that. <laughs> yeah. um, but but it's, it's like um, you seeing someone like Wanyama up against him. Like I said to you earlier, it was like, Watching an, an anteater with boxing gloves on, trying to unshoelace an ant. I mean, he's it, just not got the tools for the job <laughs> yeah, at hand. Yeah. And and that's it, not a dig. It, no, not at all because yeah. he's a good player. Yeah. But if that is a player on the wane, then it beggars belief how good he is because every single he's the best player on the best passer of the ball on the pitch. Mm-hmm. He's the best passer of the ball at Barcelona. Yet no one talks about him. Mm. For, and it, no one's going to say in 50 years' time, what was Lionel Messi like? Oh, he was a great pass with the ball. But he is. His weight of pass, mm-hmm. his, his, he, he'll put the ball on the foot of the player that exact, to, to suit them. He'll time the pass perfectly. His appreciation of space. Now, I know I'm talking like I've just discovered Lionel Messi. No, no, but, that, but that's, you sound but like Eddie Argos from Art Brute in the song where he goes to an art gallery and he just wants to rock out because he's so excited by all the oh, art. Oh, it's exciting. No, but that's, I think that was my <laughs> yeah. point of, you know, a few minutes ago that we know Messi. You know, we've mm. seen him countless times do wonderful, wonderful mm. things. And yet, you know, obviously you saw him, so it had a bigger impact. Right. And yet, here is a player we've talked about so much, so much has written, da, 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 and yet you still cannot keep in the praise for this guy. No, and, and you look around you in, in the stadium, and he'll score. I mean, it was a period, of, a passage of play, which people would have seen if they watched a game, where he broke through, cut inside, beat whoever he beat, and smashed the ball off the post. Then two minutes later, he did exactly the same move again and hit the same part of the post mm-hmm. again. And at that point, he hadn't scored at that point, I don't think. But at that point, people around me are just looking around going, well, you know. Yeah. What, 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 it's not like, no one was shouting. They're not annoyed. They're like, no, no, but no, but Marcus, game. no one was shouting like you would normally expect pick him at much. Yeah, pick him up, mark him. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. let him do that. Go through the back of him. Everyone knows you can't let him do that, yeah. but no one can stop him That's right, that. that's well, right. This is it, isn't it? Um, I mean, because for both of his goals, he was essentially unmarked in the box, but you don't you know, you know, don't begrudge Spurs that because Barcelona as a team pull you apart so much. Mm. And obviously he uses that space just so, so well. And one of the really interesting things about Messi, uh, the first goal is evidence of this. Like sometimes his goals look like tap-ins, but actually... When you see, more so when you see them in slow motion. There's, there's so much for him to do to hit the part of the net that he aims at, and he seems to do it every single time. Even the simple stuff he does, or seemingly simple well, stuff well, he does, he's done with such finesse. When he, when he gave the keeper the eyes and just slotted home, yeah. you're like, the keeper may as well just walked off. Like, yeah. no, we know well, how he did at one point. I've seen Lionel Messi dominate my own team so many times, and, and Barcelona do the same as well. And when you're, when you're invested in a game, uh, obviously, you feel it a lot more, and it's it, watching Barcelona play your team is exhausting. It is exhausting. Like it's like they run you ragged emotionally. <laughs> even so what, even like twenty eighteen Barcelona pitch. at that, you know, yeah. they're a very different side to what they used to. They've yeah. not been able to replace in the same uh, positions as, mm. as uh, I think mm. they probably would have wanted to. But 
you've got a player like Lionel Messi to change the change the well, game yeah. like that. It's wow. the style that they implement as well, isn't and it? it? And, and bottom line, it was a fantastic football match for you to choose to go and watch oh, yeah, it, it, wasn't it? I mean, it was great. And he, he was floating around the pitch like the fortnight bus, I thought. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. but, uh, but Spurs gave I'm it a, a good pub, go. I'm a PUBG man. Oh, they, yeah. they, did, they did deserve credit because they... Because probably because of what happened against Inter, they felt like, look, we probably need to try and get something here. Yeah. They, you know, they had beaten Real Madrid last season in the Champions League yeah. at home. Of course, they had players missing, which was a big blow for them. I appreciated their tenacity. I thought they battled really hard. I thought they did really well to stay in the game as long as they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, it only became four-two with a couple of minutes left, and three-two, they were still in the game. They sure. had chances. I think, um, I think that shows the character of that side, definitely, because because they are getting bossed around, which you've you've talked about. But there. I wondered if they needed. But they were to, still in the game. But I wonder if they need. On the flip side to that, I don't want to be too critical because they're they're coming up against a guy who you know who is the you know my my eyes the best players ever played the game, and and it's it is, it's not even close uh, based on evidence last night. But I wondered when I was watching the game whether Spurs needed to show a bit more humility. Right. They needed to sort of at least for the first 25, 30 minutes. And it was difficult because the way that Loris made that error very early yeah, on there, a goal down. Well, so I understand that. So maybe they did try and do that or they were planning to do that. But I think that there was an element where you think, okay, this isn't Fulham at home. Mm-hmm. This isn't even Huddersfield away or whatever. You're not the better team here. And you need to just try and stay in the game as long as you can before yeah. you then. But then they, they weren't given the opportunity to do that. So that was a bit of a shame. Obviously, they played Cardiff this weekend who are in a terrible state and they've really struggled. Um, so you'd fancy them to bounce back here. I would have liked to have seen them have a go at it with their full strength team. I still think they would have been beaten, but um, it might have even been a big, a better game than that we saw, which which would have been incredible. Do you think that? Obviously not this season, but you know if Pochettino sticks around, which you imagine he would, and Spurs are building, you know, they've got the new stadium and all that kind of stuff to come. Larice has a mistake in him, and he's made a few. Do you think perhaps maybe in the summer Spurs will look to replace? I know he's still a very good goalkeeper, but. I, 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 I think, think they have to. I think really? they have to. Really? Yeah, I think they have to replace him. I think they do. Because I think there's all divided opinion. Because it's interesting you say that, and then whereas Jim and Pete, I'm guessing the looks on your face. I'm very much a Loris fan. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like him, but I mean, you can't deny those mistakes are there. They keep happening. They're not going to go away at this point in his career. And, and really, think. quite bad ones. I mean, they, 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 it costs them. Yeah. It's, I mean, even even in the World Cup final for crying out loud, you know, a real mm. bad one, and uh, and that is as well. And yeah, I think he was a pioneer of that sweeper keeper. Job. He's been a great servant for and the people, club and all that, and he's and he still is a very good goalkeeper. But people give him people give Manuel Noel the credit for that sort of development of the goalkeeping position, and I understand why. Larice was a part of that, and he's of been course, brilliant yeah. over the years, and he's definitely always had a, an error in him. And I think what we can agree on now, at least, is that he's not an improving goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. He's not a goalkeeper who's going to get better. Was he thirty-one? I think. And Jim, uh, Jim's right in what he says that they, those those errors are probably always going to be there. So, but again, it depends. You, you can't. I mean, you can't just sort of say. Yeah, they should get rid of him because that's only half the problem. You've got mm. to find someone to replace him. I, I don't know why, by the way, on that note, I don't know why Gazaniga isn't their second choice goalkeeper because my, Michael uh, Michel Vaughan's not going to get any better. Mm. For me, Gazaniga's a better goalkeeper than him anyway. I don't know why he's not playing second fiddle and playing in these... Uh, I know he is now because Vorm's injured, but isn't playing in these cup games and different games here and there. Well, because, because of that injury, you'd expect the balance to be... Well, I hope so, because Vorm's old, by the way. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, look, I, I think Spurs will obviously... Probably, you'd fancy them to beat Cardiff. They're 33-1 to one to win the Premier League this mm-hmm. year. That might be a bit beyond them, but 33-1 to one with Bet365. £10 will return £340, including stake, should they do it for the first time ever, the Premier League. That it is. will be lovely to see Neil Warnock at Wembley. What will he be wearing? A tracksuit. A smart <laughs> one of his many tracks. Probably a it's big like a Men smile. in Black. Yeah, at the beginning. Oh, it's, it's a lovely day out. Yeah, it, it, 
does it? Hate, it's it's a it. very repetitive wardrobe, but it works. <laughs> it for could me. have been worse. I could have been hit with a cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> More of that a little later. Yeah. A nutritious cabbage <laughs> is a lovely bit of vegetable. Boil it, cook it, stick it in a stew. Would you, if you were a manager and you were playing Spurs in a league game at Wembley, would you think, oh, but it's Wembley and you dust off the suit? Home of football. I think it could well be his last chance to do that. Go full Space Boys. uh, Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd like to see Warnock in the suit. Actually, got that little glint. I haven't got any glint in any eye. Sometimes you've got a little glint in your eyes, and you start speaking as if you're narrating a Bisto advert. (laughs) You seem to think that for some reason that means your opinion holds more weight. Look Um, in the middle distance. A pants advert or a Bisto one. (laughs) Um, You cajoled me into trying to say, "Oh, we're kind of might get a a result." Do it again. Actually, going back to Spurs. Somebody pointed out that uh, somebody pointed out that uh, obviously Spurs went big on those uh, tube adverts, saying the only place to see Champions League football in London will be the new Spurs ground. Yep. The Spurs ground isn't ready yet. No. They may very well already be the Europa League by the yeah. time the stadium. That's a good up. point. That's that's I imagine there are Spurs. Arsenal and Chelsea fans everywhere with a photo of that advert on their phones, ready, ready to go. And I imagine one go. of them might be in this room. <laughs> I will be in about. 20 minutes. Yeah. Change the password. Change the say, football around password. For the record, I want them to scrape through and get smashed by Bayern. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> okay, there it is. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Okay, after the break, we're going to be talking about Manchester United and Newcastle United. Oh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Fans are shouting every week, Louis van Gaal's army! <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army! Always worth revisiting. <laughs> um, we, do the fans we, still sing that? Because I think Louis thinks they do. It might, what a dig that would be <laughs> if they started singing Louis van Gaal's Army at Jose Mourinho. That would be the most colossal dig you can think It'd of. It'd be brilliant. <laughs> like, you need to get the clip where he calls Neil Custis the fat man. Oh, yeah. Mm, that's great. Custis has been on form recently, yeah, hasn't he? Always. Come on. Wow. He's having a, looking forward to having a dry January and a calm February. Mm. Calm February. Yeah. Mm. How about that? Pete, eh? Have you ever had a calm February? No. <laughs> Simple as that. I'm a wild man. Yeah. <laughs> um, a wild man it, of Soho. Do you mean? Are you unfamiliar with with Calm February and what it stands for, though? No. no. The campaign for living. Oh, is that what Neil Custis meant? I think so. Yeah. No, I think he just meant he didn't. He didn't capitalise it or put a link in it. He just sort of meant I'm going to take it easy. I think HTML uh, hyperlinks are uh, a little bit uh, beyond Neil Custis. Ask will I am. <laughs> we will indeed. Manchester yeah. United. They drew at home with Valencia nil nil. Uh, clean sheet there. Um, yeah. Mourinho said <laughs> it's a platform yeah, Mourinho said it's another platform <laughs> and if you put all these platforms together at some point we'll finish about fifth we'll have about... a staircase yeah <laughs> uh, Mourinho said his team lacked the technical quality to build from the back um, make what you will of that but this is quite amusing Manchester United were charged by UEFA for turning up late for their match against Valencia Kickoff was delayed by five minutes, the team coach was apparently delayed in traffic from the Lowry Hotel, which is where Mourinho lives. Where Mourinho couldn't find his key card. Oh, <laughs> yeah. for crying out, I can't find my key card. I've got to hand that in. Stumbled out of the lobby with like yeah. little mini 
mouthwashes falling <laughs> out of his pocket. Well, he no, blamed... couldn't put his trouser press back together. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have enough change for the vending machine. The executive machine. lift wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> he blamed the police because they were refused a police escort, apparently. I mean, he's, he's blaming everyone. The police responded by saying, no, we never refused one. We changed our policing uh, policies and whatnot, and this was deemed not... Uh, well, no, Great, great Manchester yeah. Police completely refuted the claim. They said... Exactly. I mean, the, the story is... Mourinho claimed last night that United arrived late at Old Trafford because the expected police escort didn't materialise. But Greater Manchester Police said there was no such arrangement in place and clubs are given, in quotes, adequate time to plan ahead. If yeah, apparently a, apparently if this was known months in advance. This is why I need a director of football. And you're having a dig at the local police if you're, getting your, if you're getting your bus rolled over by, you know, in your own city, I think that adds, you know, yeah, exactly. you've got to ask yeah. your questions of yourself, I think. I don't think it was rolled over, Pete. No, but, just, no, but that's what they would be planning. People on the way from work, mate. That's yeah, I know, that's what I mean. So yeah. if you're upset about... If if you're, if you're anticipating getting abuse from your own city, maybe look at your own. Well, there was another club life. in Man- Manchester. Mm, well, yeah, but they weren't going via the Etihad, though. Weren't they? That, I thought <laughs> no. that's why they were delayed. You go via Anfield and yeah, all different yeah. route. <laughs> um, what did Antonio Valencia say about it? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, um, I should say that Valencia were also charged for the late kickoff as both teams were late leaving the dressing rooms. What's Valencia doing? God. Fines everywhere. My goodness, yeah. But there we are. But Antonio Valencia, he had to apologise for liking an Instagram post which said Mourinho should be sacked. <laughs> he said he liked the post without reading the text. We've um, all done that. But that's but, fine to say that, but don't say that in the same week that you've already had a public bust up with the manager. <laughs> yeah. Which I know doesn't narrow it down because that's every part of me. Yeah. At some oh, point. I scrolled down, was it Jose Mourinho's uh, Instagram post? And I got the one with, in the bikini. Yeah, and I accidentally double clicked it. Uh, Antonio Valencia, I was I was um, skulking his um, his Instagram, and I found a post from like three years ago, and I accidentally double tapped it. <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, all happening there. Um, mm. And Paul, this is this is, I think was one of my favourites. Paul Pogba said in the mix zone after the match that he was not allowed to talk to the press. See, that's which a really <laughs> interesting one because if that's if that is the case, which presumably he is, this yeah. still sounds like a, a dig. But of course it's a dig. Game. Exactly. Like, he's no... gone to talk to the press to tell them how he's not allowed to talk exactly. to the press. Exactly. That, Mugging off Jose Mourinho. Exactly. Because had they have said a few words, he could have walked past. If you've ever yeah. been in a mix zone, players just walk out and yeah. some just breeze past and he, could go, and he could go, no, not, not, not today or whatever. But to walk past him will go, I'm not allowed to talk to you. Yeah. And then walk off. My, my, my mum says I'm not allowed to hang out with you. But yeah, if there's I was, your story. If I was, this is what I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Zidane in. Exactly. He's back with a moustache. Hello, <laughs> I'm Stephen Pogba, Paul Pogba's He's, brother. I'm having a terrible time with Jose Mourinho and I want him to leave the club, his eyes seem to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not allowed to talk at the moment, the manager will kill me, but I have actually drawn this picture. <laughs> I've written slave on yeah. my face. Is that like Jose Mourinho as the manager of Macclesfield? <laughs> yes, it is. Indeed it is. Uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean... Romero and Fellaini did say that everyone was behind the manager. Bless him. Yeah. Well, literally behind well, him with a knife out. Well, <laughs> Maron Fellaini can't believe he plays for Man United, so I'm sure he's delighted. To he wants him to stay. Like, if Maron Fellaini is behind anyone, you can always see Maron Fellaini. That's <laughs> yeah. that very clear. It's not like a mushroom him. cloud in the background. <laughs> it's not that scene in Blackadder. The players are very much behind the manager. Yes, about 35 miles behind them. <laughs> Well, um, I mean, it seems like a relevant question again. How much longer will Mourinho well, be? But why have, you got, why have you got to sort of choose one side? Like you either choose Woodward or you choose him. You go, just get rid of them both. Just get, mm. just get rid of the whole thing. Get rid of the whole lot. Because if Mourinho was to go, 
Then there's talk of Zidane. Uh, and Antonio Conte had got a credible mention recently. And I think that's the link with Beppe Marotta, isn't it? It is that yeah. link. So you think, oh, that would make sense. Or do they go for somebody who knows the club well, an ex player, somebody like that? Because I believe Steve like, Bruce is available. Oh, yeah, there we go. The Jim, moment. don't interrupt. It's all, it's all a <laughs> yeah. ruse for a link. There we go. That's all it is. <laughs> a long ruse. That. Yeah, he's yeah. had a, an awful week, hasn't he? he I has. mean, from the. From from the sheer sort of, uh, I, I suppose, uh, what would you call it? Getting, th- I mean, getting a cabbage thrown at you. Mm. That's a new one. We don't want to see people getting... Well, the, the you heard was... details of this cabbage. Go Apparently on. it was very heavy and would have done some damage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jim, I'm telling you now... It's a cabbage. It's right? a disgrace. I'm telling you now, if you were to pick... If someone said to you, look, at some point in the future... Without you telling you, someone's going to throw a vegetable at you, but you can choose the vegetable. Not having pa- a cabbage. Cabbage is... Cabbage is... Pak choy is my limit. Cabbage is the bottom. It's, yeah. the, it's heavy. Yeah. It's bulky. Yeah. What about... Choy. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I guess it depends where like he's thrown things. from, doesn't it? Peas. Peas. One peas. What about a sweet potato? That's hard. You don't want that. Come on. Maybe butternut squash would maybe be worse. It's unwieldy though, isn't it? He's got no give. A sweet potato is a tuber. Not it's a, a what? It's a tuber, not a vegetable. <laughs> Does it not count as a vegetable? I don't think. It, I don't think so. A uh, potato definitely doesn't. Mushroom. It's a fun, yeah. it's a fun guy, isn't it? Ah, he's in the same. Let's talk. Let's So if someone says to you, hang on a minute. If someone says, oh, you're having <laughs> you're having roast beef and veg, and yeah. someone serves you up a mushroom, that's not a vegetable, is it? <laughs> Near enough, isn't it? It's well, in no, there. But it's in you, the wheelhouse. Uh, found in the ground. Fuck you. You could, <laughs> you could argue it was a weird steak. Found in the ground. Found in the ground. Is that why you're not a waiter, Pete? Imagine yeah. that. I'm sorry, but I've, I've got a mushroom <laughs> I'm sorry. It's found in the ground. F off. Yeah. I'm Pete. highly allergic to get out. Get out of my restaurant. <laughs> you're a man who spent enough time in kebab houses to definitely have cabbage thrown at you before. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. It's very undignified, isn't it? But I, I do want to, if, if you don't mind, I do want to spare a thought for Bruce, Bruce. Because he's lost his job. You know, he came in at Aston Villa when they're in a bit of a shit state, to be fair. Yeah. Mm. They come very close to getting to the Premier League. Got to the playoff final, obviously, with beaten by Fulham. It was not on penalties, was it? No, no, it was yeah, a the lovely Tom Kearney goal. That's right. Um, obviously lost his mother and his father in mm. quick succession. Had yeah. a really, really tough time. So I do feel for him. Um, he, do, he does deserve a little bit of sympathy and a little bit of empathy, I think, as well. Yeah. And the guy, and all the joking aside, that guy who comes in and throws anything at a manager in a football match is a yeah. fucking idiot. Well, the, yeah. the, guy said, to be said. The, the guy said, I think it was a relatively old guy as well, he apparently shouted, this is what you've reduced this club to, which is just absurd. It doesn't make any it's sense. absolutely absurd. It doesn't make any sense. And, and also, the thing about that, Jim, is he's planned that. If, if you're someone yeah. who... Who's got who, you shopping with you? Was it... <laughs> Was, yeah. was he not taking that for a snack and he yeah. thought, actually, it's quite handy. He's probably ruined his bed sheets already. He's <laughs> dabbing them with things. Yeah. But, it, but you can... Look, people get frustrated at football matches and the, the, the amount they care about the game and about their team it, you know, is a key part of why the sport is so popular. And we all understand that. So, you know, there was that guy who jumped on and chucked his season ticket on the floor when McLaren was in charge, I think at Middlesbrough, wasn't it? Yeah. And That's happened to a few teams. There's yeah. a sliding scale of how serious these things are. Mm. I think if you're going to chuck your part on the floor and stamp on your program and walk out, you know, obviously that's perfectly fine. But you start throwing things at players or managers, mm. or like that guy last Anyone. season who had his baby in his hand that was yeah. trying to punch Everton oh players. Goodness, yeah. People just go over the top. It is funny because it's a cabbage, but it's still disrespectful and it's horrendous behaving. That guy should face a ban. Yeah, without indeed. question. Oh, absolutely. Indeed. At least pickle the cabbage. At least you know? pickle More it. tasty. Oh, delicious. Yeah. A bit yeah. of kimchi. Indeed, oh. yeah. But Steve Bruce was the man that Ian Holloway thought should have taken over. 
at Manchester United um, when Jose Mourinho, I think, got the well, job. Holloway's done. out of a job now. He could be at Villa. Yeah, they might. See, it's he the was on a couple of weeks ago. Still yeah. find it. Managerial <laughs> merry-go-round. Uh, but Manchester United are playing Newcastle United, which could be just the tonic. Um, Mike Ashley and the Newcastle players, along with uh, Rafa Benitez, went to an Italian restaurant this week. Yeah. to build bridges. Uh, Ashley was paying and they reportedly arrived at 6.45, still in time for the £5.95 happy hour. <laughs> Where did you get this stuff from, Mark? Yeah. Just the papers. There was a, there was a shot, there was a, shot of, uh, a load of uh, a Newcastle van sort of giving him, giving him pelters as he gets into his taxi and he did that sort of Peter Kay kind of two fingers up oh, kind of thing. Who, Ashley did? Yeah, Ashley yeah, as he, he was did, leaving. Yeah. Pathetic. Really pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Well, Newcastle was a mm. big ask for them to win at Old Trafford despite Man United's problems. Eight to one with Bet365. £10 returns, £90, including stakes, should they win. Mm, there's, there's talk. I mean, I don't know where these rumours come from, but there is talk that if, you know, if they if United slip up here, Man United, this could be the end for, well, for Mourinho. And imagine Rafa. I know, I did think in. that. Imagine I did it. think that. I think that's something that we'd all like to see in Newcastle. Well, I think, to be honest, I, I don't know why Manchester United are looking at Rafa Benitez to steady that ship, to sort out that defence. Because, oh, because I can imagine that. Imagine it. The whole amazing. Benitez following all on. Hating. I know. Yeah. yeah. Chelsea worked at Chelsea, won yeah. the Europa League. Exactly. Um, we defended Rafa, I think, it was on Monday, saying that Newcastle had a tough start and all the rest of it. Yeah. But one thing that doesn't look great for him is Mitro doing so well and Dwight Gale doing so well and, and his team really struggling badly to score. Dwight Gale is doing well in the championship and it, Mitrovic played season and a half with uh, with Benitez and had a completely different situation. So, like, yeah. you know, you've got to build your forward line around Mitrovic. He, 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 Why doesn't Benitez he, do that? Because like? there he is got no forward off, line to he got, he got sent off a couple of times. He's a hold-up guy, but like he, he he needs more support. You need to find yourself in, in, in further up the field when you play with Mitrovic. Because well, he, he needs about two or three Marcus, it's not shots. Worth it. for, it's not worth it, <laughs> you need about You it. need about two or three shots to get a goal in for Mitrovic, and he'll get that at Fulham because they, 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 they are good at creating and carving out chances for him. Well, if he carries on like this, he could be the new Alan Shearer, mate. Could yeah, be the new Alan Shearer. New yeah. Brian McBride, I've told you. Pete, what would the reaction be if Mitro gets a goal against Newcastle? I think they'd... Uh, be very strange. Mitrovic's name. <laughs> I think Mitrovic will breathe fire in celebration. It would yeah. be amazing. No, yeah. I, I think Mitrovic enjoyed his time at Newcastle. Marcus, you're getting all wistful. Sometimes it doesn't work out. <laughs> well, no, I think Pete has a fair point. I think with Benitez's system and style, he's very conservative, uh, especially in the bigger games, and that served Newcastle well last mm. season. You can't, you can't play his system and then have someone who's a little bit unpredictable who could get sent off. We've already got Shelby on the side, so I was going to say. But I think I think at Fulham he does get a lot more chances, even though Fulham um, are not as defensively robust mm. or organised as Newcastle. But they should never have sold him because he's getting the goals in the Premier League. Oh, it, the, the problem isn't selling him; it was not spending the fucking money. Yes, yeah. as per. But he's, I mean, he's he's bought them all dinner though. <laughs> he has bought them all dinner. That is true. He has bought them all dinner. Did he leave a tip? <laughs> I'll give you a tip, Ashley. Right. I'll have I'll have the table next to the fireplace, please. Apparently, <laughs> apparently Ashley and Benitez have only met in person four times or, or, or four or five times. But yeah, he's but a busy man, isn't he? Ashley hasn't been at a game for about eighteen months, mm. has he? Until the weekend just gone. Mm. And the yeah, the palace and, and the palace away, and then this one. Yeah, mm. it's a strange old situation. It sure it's is, like yeah. the club's not run very well. <laughs> uh, Southampton are playing Chelsea. The Saints beat Everton on penalties to progress mm. in the League Cup. Danny Ings on the score sheet again. Quite liked it after ninety minutes. Straight pens. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. a delicious miss from Richarlison as well. People if were you talking do the about this. sort of like dinky tiptoed run up, and then you miss it. Don't look great. Shame, a player of his calibre. I thought he was going to smash it home. to rubbish. <laughs> it really was. A proper like curved kind of like, I, I don't know why they, they didn't retake it or you know give something because he, he does stop, doesn't he? No, because he it's missed. Supposed be one, it's supposed yeah. to be scored, one option. If he's a scored, you yeah. could maybe argue, but he missed and it's kind of Imagine like, Imagine oh, if they're not going to get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that run up is a funny one because we saw 
Uh, Zaza do it for Italy in mm. Euro 2016. Pogba does it, not he? Bit of that. Pogba does it as mm. well, but mm. Pogba seems to do it more successfully. <laughs> it's, it's funny, though, how that run-up suddenly is quite infectious. I, I'd, I'd be interested to know, because you know, we, we talked on this show quite a bit about how everything's in favour of, of the penalty taker, so you don't need to bring variables into it to make it harder for yourself. Mm-hmm. But thinking about it, goalkeepers are brilliant now. They're, they're brilliant, you know. And and a lot of penalties are missed. I mean, someone like Lionel Messi's penalty record isn't that great. So, you know, are penalties getting harder to score? <laughs> Genuinely, though. We laughed at keys. Yes. We laughed at keys. And we still do. But is it because the players need to find another way? They, they feel now they do need to trick the goalkeepers because they're so good. I don't need to become stop everything taking, you hate. Don't take it's too leaves, late for that. Don't take leaves out of Richard Keyes' book. It's a, you're a fine one to talk. I am indeed. <laughs> That's why the microphone's in front of me. Uh, but yes, uh, now Ross Barkley was was speaking very highly of uh, Sari, the manager, in the press this week, saying he prefers playing in a midfield three and that he's getting the right kind of coaching to kick on with his career. Yeah, he also said that he's generally not received much coaching throughout his career, which is interesting. I think this would be a symptom of the fact that he broke through quite young uh, because he was saying effectively when you're being developed as a mm. young player, you are coached in a quite forensic way. But once you're into a team uh, who are playing all the time and, and you're know, looking ahead to the next game in pretty mm. much every session, then that falls by the wayside a little bit because you're focused more on the games coming they up. They expect a very, very level anyway, yeah. Yeah, but I guess at the top clubs which is what Barkley's saying, is that you, you effectively get both of that. More time right. is made for that. And that's surprising to me that there's that much of a drop-off. I mean, it makes sense that the more elite clubs would just would do everything to a well, higher it's, level. It's a very but... short-termist kind of thing. We've only got you for a couple of years before you start off somewhere else, so why should we bother teaching you anything? If you're not good enough mm. now, you're not in the team. I'm also like, I mean, he obviously loves Surrey, and there was lots of talk pre-season that Surrey really liked him. Mm. Yet... He's not in their best team because mm. Sarri will play... But he's playing more. Jorginho, Kovacic and Conte. Yeah, but he mm. is playing Sure, more. because they've got different competitions to play in. <clears throat> and I'm not suggesting he's not a good player because of that. I think he's already played more minutes this season than he did in the... When did it? Whenever he well, signed for them. it wouldn't be difficult, would it? Yeah, that's no. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's f- I feeling he's, much I more I think he's encouraged. only started two Premier League games. Yeah, he's, he's been coming off the bench quite a lot. And, yeah, and when he, he has, has played, he's looked so, really so, good. So, so my question merely is that because... I don't know if Chelsea have been a bit cute here. They put this stuff out that Sarri loves Barkley. They know they've been criticised a lot for mm-hmm. people like Loftus-Cheek mm-hmm. and for players not playing, English players, blah, blah, blah. So they ke- cleverly put this thing out and say, oh, Barkley loves being here and we love Barkley. Barkley doesn't actually play that much. Mm. Comes off the bench, plays in League Cup, blah, blah, blah. And yet no one's saying, oh, it's a tragedy that a player like mm. Ross Barkley, he should be in the English squad, is nowhere near it because he's never playing. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if they're being a bit cute. Yeah, I know what you mean. I would I, say I, yes. Yes. Perhaps they has, are. Has Detective Moore solved the case? <laughs> it appears that way. No further questions, Jonah. Mm. Arrest it. Mm. Yeah, you, you, you do indeed. Um, I mean, he wants to get back in the England squad. Does Ross Barkley. Talking of England, Gareth Southgate, contract extension. Mm. Until people, after. Were, people were up in arms about that, weren't they? Were they? Why? People were saying, oh, shouldn't, oh he, uh, who was it who was saying it? Oh, he shouldn't, he shouldn't do it Sam. for that, that long time. Yeah, big Sam. Sam Allen was saying, it's bullshit. <laughs> but give me some more wine, this is bullshit. Um, but I think, I, I think Southgate, we, we're going to see an England squad this afternoon announced, mm. aren't we? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we'll wait and see what happens there. But I think he's earned the right to get, to get. He's, he, he didn't bring football home, but he brought it, you know, just the other side of the ball. He bought it a yeah. ticket. Well, he he bought a ticket. You know, yeah. the, the point is long-termism, right? And that's what he's preached the uh, whole time. So. Dirty word. Well, Marcus, you're, you're the England designated England correspondent. <laughs> yeah, what do you think yeah. about it? I think it's a good move. Yeah? Yeah? You do? Yeah, I do. Of course I do. Yeah, Southgate is the only England manager since goodness knows when who is actually trying to change the, the culture, the culture, as, as we talked about before. Mm. 
And if you get someone else in it, it, it always felt within previous England managers, I hoped Hodgson was going to be that guy, but it obviously turned out not to be. But with, with previous England managers, it always felt like someone kind of being parachuted in. Uh, could you sort this out? And, mm. and a very old-fashioned English kind of way of doing things. If you look at England uh, English clubs, football clubs, where they think the manager has to have complete control and, and do everything, which I, I understand... Um, you know, can work, but in more continental, the, the continental approach of the sporting director and so on, try and get that philosophy in and so on. If you, mm. if you try and do that, you're going to give yourself that long-term approach and, and people will understand what they're doing because England always lack to plan whenever they go into a tournament and so on. And I know there's a lot of variables at international level, but I just think, yeah, I think it's, I, I think one I think it's the, a no-brainer to give Southgate the, the extension. One of the things he's done, which has perhaps gone a bit under the radar, is he's really repaired the relationship between the England setup and the clubs. Mm-hmm. You don't ever see... Um, consternation between which injured player is going to be treated by which physio. I mean, yep. Oh, he's got injured on England duty. Uh, we don't want to send him back. We want to keep him here to treat him. And the club's saying, no, I think he's been very open on that kind of stuff. When he's repaired the relationship with the press, you could say. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, not and, repaired, um, but he's he, he's sort of got them on side. And look at the fans. The fans are, are, are interested in England again. I think Steve Holland plays a big part in it as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I have to I just pop in Sorry, and say yeah. that Chelsea, of course, are playing Southampton this weekend, who are a poor team. Despite their League Cup, um, League Cup efforts, uh, Mark Hughes' Southampton are nine to two to be relegated with Bet Three Six Five. And don't worry, I'll keep you well abreast <laughs> of, that, of how those odds change across the season. Ten pound will return fifty five pound, including the stake, uh, should they slip down that trap door and find themselves facing the Super Pompey in the Championship next season. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Give us it now. Absolutely. We're top of the league. We won again midweek. Coventry. <laughs> you might miss Get them. out. You might. Oh, no. Sorry. League one. I was Are thinking. you okay? I, I'm not. <laughs> but I will be once you give us our best bet with bet 365. Well, Andy Duncan. Should we share, spare a moment's thought again for him? Yeah. Came yeah. so close. Mm. Fine effort. God Big bless shoes him. to fill. Anyway, here he is. Welcome. <laughs> uh, um, James Dick. Lovely. JD. Go on, Pete. JD. Go on. What? James Dick. Jimmy Dick. Oh, like a cock. <laughs> Sorry. Disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, he says, gentlemen, I've been listening to the show for a good couple of years and found it astonishing that nobody's managed to land a three-timer. Mm. Surely it can't be that difficult. Ooh. Well, I'm getting married next week and unfortunately found myself struck down with a bug this week, so have been in bed off work. Here's my thinking. A first win to get me back on my feet, a second win to celebrate <laughs> the wedding, and a third to top it off on the honeymoon. Yeah, Ooh. nice. That's my plan. Therefore, I propose my first bet as follows. Burnley take on Huddersfield on Saturday and 23-20 to 20 for them to take home the victory at home to relegation fodder seems too big to me. Uh, so that's my selection. Burnley to beat Huddersfield is indeed 23-20, to 20, so £50. will return £107.50, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK, as you know. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information on that, it's begambleaware.org. Good luck, Dicko. Good mm. luck, Dicky, yes. baby. Yeah. See if any nominative determinism is at play. <laughs> yeah. Big you shout. See, you see, I can sort of see like the you've been framed kind of groom sort of collapsing, fainting on his wedding day when he realises the second best bet has come in. What about the one where the guy backflips in and kicks his bride in the head and knocks her out? Yeah. I mean, let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, What absolutely. about the one where the dog jumps in the paddling pool and the kid falls off the paddling pool? Yeah, more yeah. of that. Why would you yeah. have a paddling pool at a wedding? Kids, isn't it? Fun wedding. Fun <laughs> wedding, back him up, Jim. Part of this foul jamboree. <laughs> it's time for going for gold. I hope it's the long version. Hello, 
world. Oh, that's a shame. Cute Jack. You were really upset about that last week. I wasn't. Was the the listeners loved how annoyed you were. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, no. I give pre- the people what they want. <laughs> he wasn't annoyed he at wasn't, all. But he was. You were like a you were like a ramble gammon. <laughs> gammon. I do love gammon. Hello, Jack. <laughs> I've not had gammon in ages. Good. Get yeah. a bit of pineapple on there. Once yeah. when we were at Luton Airport, I had a piece of gammon and I cut some of the fat off it. Pete turned up and ate the fat. There we go. I did, yeah. That's very on brand I don't know why thing. people cut off fat off steaks or gammon. I do that. Yeah, it's enjoyable. No, I, normally I wouldn't, but I was, what were we, in a Weatherspoons in an airport? Yeah. It's not, it's not important. <laughs> Come on. We've had the jingle. The gammon's on. Uh, hello <laughs> the to pineapple's Jack. in. <laughs> Time for you to have a pizza pie. Jack. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, there seems to be a paparazzi in the room. Oh, here's the click, click. Uh, hello to Jack. I've got some good clues for your going for gold. And he's kind of, uh, he's initialised at G4G, oh. which kind of looks, reminds me a little bit of Group 4. The, That's why uh, I call it on my notes. Company, yeah. uh, I was born in Croydon on the 12th of October, 1983. Croydon. Oh, Croydon. Stop. Go on, I'm going to go with Bobby Zamora. Incorrect. Uh, do you know what? I, that was a good one, that. Mm. Stop. Jason Punchin. No. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. Uh, I have made over 200 Premier League appearances for four different clubs, scoring 51 goals. Ooh. It's not bad. Stop. Fraser oh, yeah. Campbell. Incorrect. That was a good get. I thought you might mm. have. Oh, no, he's, he's from Manchester, I think. Yeah, I was good. He's not yeah. 35 as well, yeah. I would have thought. I started my career at Chelsea. That could be anybody. Could be, could be anybody. <laughs> Stop. Paul Parker. Incorrect. No. 35. No, 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 no. Who who were you going to say, Jim? He used to wait for the next clue. Who were you going to say? Just whisper it to me. (laughs) (laughs) I hold the record for most England senior appearances without ever starting a match. Oh, that's a good bit of trivia, that. Mm. I'd like to know who it is. Mm. Stop. No, it can't be Trevor Sinclair, can it? Incorrect. No. Are you doing your teeth? Jim, so the one you wanted to say is no longer relevant. Is that right? <laughs> it's not he so so, oh, he looks so relaxed, doesn't he? On the 30th of August, at Football Ramble tweeted, if West Ham start a game with me and Andy Carroll up front this season, shall we all just give up watching football? Stop. No, come on, no, come on. Uh, it's, it's a throwaway Jermaine Defoe. Incorrect. Yeah, I knew it wasn't there. Yeah. I don't have anything else, though. Oh, stop. Wait. Carlton Cole. It is Carlton, it is Carlton, Carlton Cole. Cole. Yeah. Jim, Jim Cole. Well Campbell done. is so good at this give game. A, give him a give him a thing. So yeah. Do the whole thing. Jim Campbell. The one who the, the other one would have been Scott Parker. Oh yeah. <laughs> Campbell, Jim Campbell. Confusing Paul Parker with Scott Parker. <laughs> He's still got the right absolute and we are. Jim Campbell, Jim Campbell, Jim. So I'm in the lead now, aren't I? Yeah. 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 Despite you having Already? a massive head start. <laughs> you've, got, you've got four. We've got three. <laughs> yeah. I've only got three because one of them was a double. <laughs> Jim needs oh. to go away for longer. Jim, you need to you come back like in January. You sound like an old drunk in a pub. That's going to be a contender. Well. Yeah. Uh, there we well, go. I only hit the bullseye because I was stood next to the board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing I forgot to say before we go is that our shows are now available on Spotify. Ooh. All our shows, The Ramble, On The Continent, all the others. Whoa. If you want to listen to them on Spotify, you now can do. If that's more convenient for you, please go ahead and do so. The Football Ramble on Spotify 
Next stop, the world. Love that. <laughs> Flipping love that. Well, there we are. Thank you very much for listening to the preview show sponsored by Bet365. Thank you, Luke Moore. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Bye. There it is. <laughs> thank, <laughs> you, there you, thank you, mate. Thank me and thank you, the good listeners. We'll see you on Monday. You should hear me try to use Spotify. It's confusing. This was a Radio Stakhanov production. 